ओम श्री साई राम प्रशांति संदेश 194 एपिसोड लेट अस डिस्कस फॉर ए वाइल ऑन दिस टॉपिक टाइम टाइम इज सीम्स टू बी वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट इन द मॉडर्न डेज एवरीवन इज हाईली time conscious in the old days in the ancient world particularly in the east there was no time consciousness that's why watches and clocks were not invented in the east there was more possibility for their invention in china in india because they had done many things and it was possible to invent clocks to measure time but they were not interested in time the modern time the modern mind is too much interested in time what a contrast it is why this is a part of the christian influence on the world with christianity and islam time consciousness centered entered into the world there are reasons for that in the east it has been believed always that life goes on forever and ever it is eternal it is timeless so there is no hurry you'll be again and again millions of times you are here and millions of times you'll be again here there's no hurry this life is not the last nor the first it's a long procession and you are always in the middle there's no beginning and no end so there can be no hurry about time enough time more than enough is available with christianity there is only one life this is the first and the last once you die you don't have any time anymore so you have a life span of 70 years at the most and there's so much to do and so little time with you that's why in the west there's so much hurry everyone is running because life is going every moment life is becoming less and less time is passing you are dying and you have so many desires to fulfill and no time to fulfill them so anxiety is created in the east it was totally different it is said in one of the tibetan scriptures that even if you have to make hurry make it slowly even if you have to make hurry make it slowly it is said that if you run you never reach if you sit you can reach but if you run you will miss an eternal procession many lives millions of lives enough time patience was 
possible. In the West, only one life, and every moment life changing into death. Nothing is fulfilled. No desire is completed. Everything is incomplete. How can you be patient? How can you wait? Waiting has become impossible. With the idea of one life and with another idea of linear time, Christianity has created anxiety in the mind. And now Christianity has become a global influence. Christianity says the time is not moving in a circle. It is moving in a straight line. Nothing is going to be repeated again. So everything is unique. Every event is once and one, once and for all. It cannot be repeated. It's not a circle. It's not like a wheel of a cart moving where every spoke will come again, where again and again the same spoke will be repeated. In the East, time is circular concept, just like seasons moving in a circle. The summer comes and then the summer will come again. And it has been so always and it will be so always. And the Eastern concept is nearer to truth than the Western because every moment is in a circle. The earth moves in a circle, sun moves in a circle, stars move in a circle, the life moves in a circle, every moment is circular. So time cannot be an exception. If time moves at all, it moves in a circle. The linear concept of time is absolutely wrong. That's why in the East, we were never interested in history. We have been interested in myth, but never in history. The West introduced history into the world. That's why Jesus became the center of history, the beginning of the calendar. We go on measuring time, time with, before Christ, after Christ. Christ became the center of all history, the first historic person. Buddha is not historic. Krishna is not at all. You can never be certain whether really Krishna was ever born or not. Whether the whole thing was just a story or a history. But, but the East was never worried about it. They say everything is a story. And it has been told many times, will be told again and again. There's no need to be concerned with facts, because facts are repetitive. It is better to be concerned with the theme. Mind you, concerned with the theme. With the theme, not with the facts. So, you may not be able to understand many things.
it is said that before Rama was born, one of the avatars of India, Valmiki, wrote his history. Before he was born, it is impossible. How can you write the history when the man is not yet born? But Valmiki wrote first, and then Rama had to follow. Follow his story, whatsoever he had said. How did it happen? This is mysterious, but not mysterious at all if you look at the Eastern concept of time. Valmiki says, I know Rama because in many ages he has been born before. I know the very thing. So I create this story because I know the thing. I know the essential, the non-essential I'll put in the story. And Ram must have thought, why contradict Valmiki? Why contradict this old man? Follow it. And he followed. In the East, the East lives in the myth. Myth means a repetitive thing. The essential is always there. But in the West, myth is meaningless. If you can prove that something is a myth, it becomes meaningless. If you have to prove that it is history, it has happened in time. You have to be exact about it. This linear concept of non-repetitive life creates anxiety. So when you go into silence alone, you become worried. One thing is time is wasted. You are not doing anything. You are just sitting. Why are you wasting your life? And this time cannot be regained because they go on teaching in the West. Time is wealth. It is absolutely wrong because wealth is created by scarcity. And time is not scarce. The whole economics depends upon scarcity. If something is scarce, it becomes valuable. Time is not scarce. It is there always. You cannot finish it. It will always be there. So time cannot be economic. It is not scarce. It cannot be wealth. But if we go on teaching, time is wealth. Don't waste it. Once wasted, it never comes again. So if you go into the aloneness and then you sit there, you cannot sit there for three years. You cannot sit there for three months. Even three days are too much. You have wasted three days. So, and what are we doing? The second problem arises. Because in the West, being is not very valuable. Doing is valuable. They ask, what have we done? Because the time has to be used in doing something. They say in the West that a vacant mind is the devil's workshop. And you know it. In the mind, you also know it. So when you are sitting alone, you become afraid. Wasting time, not doing anything. You go on questioning yourself. What are you doing here? Just sitting. Wasting? As if 
just being is a wastage. Just being is a wastage. You have to do something to prove that you have utilized your time. This is the difference. In the olden days, in the East, particularly, just to be was enough. There was no need to prove anything else. No one was going to ask, what have you done? Your being was enough and accepted. If you are silent, peaceful, blissful, it was okay. That's why in the East, we never demanded from sannyasis that they should work. No need. And we always thought that sannyasis, those who had left all working, were better than those who were occupied in work. This cannot be done in the West. If you are not working, you are a vagabond, a bum. Hippies are a very new phenomenon. The East always been hippie-oriented. We have created the greatest hippies of the world. Almost all great people, sane people. Even Buddha and Mahavira, not doing anything, just sitting and meditating, enjoying their being, just being blissful as they are not doing anything. But we respect them. They were the supreme, the highest, the most respectable. Buddha was begging. But even kings had to come to bow to his feet. Once it happened that Buddha was passing through a village and the chief minister, the king of that locality, told the king, Buddha, Buddha is coming, sir, your majesty. So we'll have to go to receive him and touch his feet and pay our respects. The king said, but is it necessary for a beggar? He's just a beggar. I'm a great king. Why should I go and respect him and bow down to him? If he wants to see me, he can come and take an appointment with me. The chief minister, who was a very wise man, immediately gave in his resignation. Now, if this is the case, then I cannot remain here for a single moment. The king was worried because this man was much too valuable to be lost. So he said, but why? The old man said, this is absolutely wrong. You may be a great king. You may become emperor of the whole kingdom, whole earth. But you cannot become greater than Buddha. He has left all kingdom. And you are still obsessed with wealth, riches, prestige, power. He has left them. He has nothing. And only a person who has nothing is the highest. Because he does not desire. You will have to go and respect him. Otherwise, take my resignation. I cannot remain in this unholy palace for a single moment. The East was totally different. A different milieu was there. Being was respected. No one was going to ask, what have you done? Everyone was just asking, what are you? Enough. If you are silent, peaceful, loving. 
if compassion was there, if you had flower, enough. Then it was society's duty to help and serve you. No one would say you should work or you should create something. You should be creative. In the East, they thought, they thought that one that to be oneself the highest creativity and the presence of a, such a man valuable. He could go into silence for years. We'll talk on the same uh, when the uh, time arises. For now, bye. Thank you. Bye now.